It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Police in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, they had to issue a special warning this week after raw chicken parts were spilled along a street. Oh, no. The smell. This was, the smell was so rancid, they thought they better warn people. Avoid the area. They said, hold your nose and drive carefully if you're coming through downtown Tuscaloosa this morning. We should have a smell report here on Country 104.9. You know how we have road reports to warn people of the many smells that are out there. And why not start today? So this is the Country 104.9 Smell Report. Brought to you by selection brand Pinto Beans. Jim Vandenhuvel will be spreading manure today from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Lucknow Line. Be sure to keep your windows closed and nose plugs handy. There's a strong odor in Clinton after Corey's Foodland got a new shipment of French cheese. The smell of weed is strong today in the east end of Godrich. Prepare accordingly. And this was the Country 104.9 Smell Report brought to you by Life Brand Nose Plugs. People should be warned of the smells that are out there. There are going to be some smells at your barn. Call 519-612-1049. Let us know. This British member of parliament, his name's Neil Parrish, resigning because he got caught watching porn in the House of Commons. He was on his phone? (laughs) Yes. And he was watching dirty videos? So here's his excuse that he told the BBC. He said, funnily enough, uh, I was looking at tractors. (laughs) This guy's a former farmer, actually. I did get into another website that had a very similar name, and I watched it for a bit, which I shouldn't have. He was looking at tractors? Was he talking about getting plowed? What was he searching on a farm website that took him to pornography? Yeah, what was so close? Did he mix up attractive nudes with tractor reviews? (laughs) I don't know. He meant to Google milk, but he typed MILF by accident. (laughs) Cornhub? Just looking up good hoes, Matthew. (laughs) He was Googling the BBC and came across some BBC. <laughs> it was a BBC article. It totally makes sense now. To be fair, though, their prime minister's name is Johnson. Ooh. Dolly Parton has finally accepted her induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Remember how she told people, oh, don't vote for me. I shouldn't be in this. I'm not rock and roll. And people are like, the hell you're not. We're keeping you in this thing. We're voting for you even harder. (laughs) People voted for her. She's one of the inductees this year. And she says that if she does go and attend the ceremony, that she is going to show people the hardest style of rock and roll she could ever muster up. Is she going thrash? (laughs) I don't know what she... she, Is she going to do like a thrash metal cover of one of her tunes? I hope she goes and does something like this. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? (laughs) We apologize if your kids are crying now. (laughs) What was that? That was Dolly Parton, sweetheart. Cranked up to 11. (laughs) That was rock and roll Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Good for her. She she deserves everything. Absolutely. I think she's totally rock and roll. She rocks. We had 9 to 5 on the morning show yesterday. and You were commenting off mic. You're like, this is totally a rock song. It's a totally rock song. Jolene, totally a rock song. Congratulations, Dolly Parton. We know you're listening. They have some lockdowns going on in Italy again, in Rome. Not because of COVID, but because of the boars. Wild boars. 
There's so many in the city of Rome, 20,000, and there's been several attacks on people. Certain districts have an 8.30 curfew. They're saying, don't go out after 8.30. Boars are going to take you out. Well, the boars are going to get you. Bad Italian accent. <laughs> in all the gangster movies, all the mobsters are headquartered in Italy. Just get the Italian mob on this. Gotta make those boars an offer they can't refuse. You tell Jimmy the Fist those pigs... Need to sleep with the fishes. Gotta line them up at the trough and take care of them. I want to be eating pig's feet for dinner tonight, you hear me? Or someone's getting whacked. This company out of Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, they said they were able to attract a lot of young employees because they released this awful commercial on social media of a guy's head coming out of a toilet and he says... Things are really in the crapper here. Um, we need some staff. Bad. We figure there's a lot of businesses in Huron County looking for staff. Might as well create a free commercial. Appeal to the youth, man. Yeah, you could do something kind of like this. Hey, kids. Are you thirsty for a job? <laughs> Come work for us. We're the dopest place around. We need help. Anybody. You don't have to be the goat. <laughs> we just want a person who shows up, gives her, and takes home a fat paycheck. We're sick. We're lit, we're Gucci, and we want you to work for our squad. Oh. No experience necessary. Come see us, even if you're a noob. Oh, that is so cringe. Or the young people <laughs> will be cringing so much. All just left here on County right now. They're gone. They're gone. Country music superstar Garth Brooks. He was playing at the Louisiana State University's Tiger Stadium. Sang the song Calling Baton Rouge. This, of course, is in Baton Rouge. And the people got so excited. All 102,000 plus of them, a seismograph at the university actually measured it as an earthquake. It's their unofficial anthem for LSU fans. So they get really excited when they hear that song. Is that what they play at LSU games? They play yeah. Calling Baton Rouge? No, it's important to note that Garth Brooks fans are a little on the older side. So it made more of an impact on the earth when they were jumping because of all the Advil pills they have for their back startling research out of the university of cambridge and imperial college in london they found through some tests that people who caught covid they think it can age your brain by 20 years what do you mean age my brain i start watching perry mason now suddenly teenagers using curse words really upsets me i complain more that things cost too much you're yelling at people to get off your lawn because you got covid uh, but seriously how does it how's this of making me older it takes 10 points off of your IQ. So they, they gave people a bunch of cognitive tests and stuff. And it was harder for people who had COVID to get words out. They have shorter attention spans and taking longer to process information. Hold on. So your brain is aged. So technically you're older than me now. Hold on. Harder to get information out and use your words. Yeah. Harder to process information. And there's a third thing. Attention span. This is you describing you and you haven't. Did you get COVID in 1997? I think I was born with COVID. <laughs> Mad hussy born with COVID. Hey. So if you know somebody who got COVID and they're kind of slow, give them a minute. They got COVID. But if they're slow and they didn't have COVID, just stupid. There was a funeral that happened down in Peru. This woman named Rosa was involved in a car crash. She was pronounced dead. And so naturally... They were having a funeral. They hoisted her coffin onto their shoulders, and they heard some strange sounds. Yeah. They heard knocking. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Open the lid, 
to find uh, a weak but very much alive person in the coffin. So they took her to the hospital. It deteriorated, unfortunately. Yeah, this, this story has a happy ending. She died several hours no, later. No, it's sad because they were like, oh, she's dead. And then like, oh, she's alive. And then, oh, she's died again. Things took a turn at the hospital again and she passed away. No, I'm, I'm saying it's a happy ending that she died because funerals are very expensive. Well, yeah, you'd feel bad spending all that money. Oh, could you imagine spending money on the coffin and the burial site and then it turns out she's alive? Just I, such, yeah. a, such a tragedy. So you probably heard by now there's going to be an election June the 2nd. Very exciting news because it's our first provincial election during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. The last time we had an election, it was just another election. Now it's a pandemic election. But things are getting a little better, according to the science advisory table. So I'm thinking we treat this election like a big deal, like our grandparents used to treat elections, like they still treat elections. I know, they get all dressed up. They even shower before they vote. You dress up in your Sunday best, get some pomade in your hair, go out to the community center, wherever it is you vote. Get to see all the people in your community and remind yourself why you ignored those morons for the last two years. So it looks like there's been a rise in sexually transmitted infections during this pandemic. And it's not because people are dipping it willy-nilly all over the place. Right. It's because a lot of sexual health services were closed down during the pandemic. Oh, so people didn't know they had things and then they went out and shared them. So, sure, yeah. Yeah. You can't get checked when there's a pandemic sometimes. So a lot of health officials now saying, hey, sexual health services are reopened. You can go get checked again. Be as safe as possible. The thing that I've looked at news reports from the city, from London, from Huron, Perth Public Health, Simcoe, Muskoka. The thing all these services fail to point out, and this is a great service, and they should be happy about this, is all the free condoms. I know. You go to Huron, Perth Public Health, you can, get, you can take part in their sexual wellness things that they do there you can get checked but then they they have this glass jar at at the clinton office and it's just filled with condoms and you can just take as many as you want and they're free it's like halloween but for adults <laughs> it's like halloween but instead of candy yeah you get candy <laughs> i don't just, you say anything like that and it sounds dirty dumb let's get some reese's peanut butter cups so you there want- you go go get checked Go grab some free stuff if you need it. Yeah, you might as well get checked. Take It's your tax dollars paying for this. I know couples who go together and get checked. Totally. It's a date night, a date day. It's, a, it's an interesting date, but nobody's going to judge you. Seriously. And you're going to have better relations after that. Yeah. You go get checked and you get free condoms because you can get lucky and save money at the same time. According to a new survey, they asked a thousand nurses about how they're perceived in their profession. of nurses felt that patients don't see them as human. They don't feel like respected. I think I know why this is. Remember during the pandemic when we went out at 7.30, I think it was, this call for people to bang on pots and pans? (laughs) Like we were calling our dogs to dinner. (laughs) Wasn't there better things we could have done for the nurses than banging on pots and pans? Take that pot inside and make dinner for an exhausted healthcare worker. And I heard from some nurses that they heard the pots and pans while they were trying to sleep because they had the night shift that night. The intent is nice, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. 
Gas apparently is supposed to go up a nickel tomorrow. If you're going to gas up today, good opportunity to do some shopping for Mother's Day. Yes. You're going to be at the gas station. They got all sorts of stuff for people on the road. And what does mom want more than a pack of cigarettes, some sunglasses, and an eat more bar? And a map. So six leadership candidates have been approved to run for the federal conservative leadership to replace Aaron O'Toole. My favorite, I can't speak for Matt, my favorite, Leslin Lewis, not because of her politics, but because Leslin Lewis sounds like a line of bath bombs for single parents. It's a great name. Her name sounds like a line of affordable yet luxurious coffee tables. Leslin Lewis sounds like the softest pillowcases you can get at Walmart. Or a brand of teacups and saucers your mother keeps in the china cabinet. Leslin Lewis sounds like an affordable line of handbags. Or fashionable eyewear. Nice new glasses, Matthew. What brand are those frames? They're Leslin Lewis. Six of them together sounds like a K-pop group. Pierre, John, Patrick, Leslin, Scott, and Roman. Oh, my God. Scott is so cute. Instead of like S Club 7, they could be like C Clubs. Six. Club. <laughs> C Club, gonna show you how. They should start a pop group. <laughs> or not, because that would be terrible. Who's your favorite member of the C Club? I like Pierre. He French kisses. <laughs> I guess so does Jean by the same math, too, right? Roman's so exotic. I feel like Patrick Brown would have a virginity ring. He doesn't drink. I feel like he'd be the good boy. Oh, yeah. And then Leslie Lewis would be selling her handbags after the show. Shigella bacteria. It kills hundreds of thousands of people every year. So the University of Maryland is trying to come up with a vaccine. Needed some young, healthy adults to participate in a study where they would drink a diarrhea-inducing smoothie that would give them the bacteria and they would get really sick. It was an 11-day thing. Would you do this to help humanity? It's a nice thing to do. Sacrifice your body and go through diarrhea to help out humanity. Would you do this? How much money? Uh, So how long is the study? 11 days And you have to stay there. 11 days on the toilet, just getting exhausted and dehydrated. (laughs) This dude says it was the most brutally sick he's ever been. He said it was the worst eight hours of his life while the diarrhea lasted. 15,000 bucks. You wouldn't do it just to help humanity and save hundreds of thousands of lives? (laughs) No, I wouldn't. They did pay well, though. $7,000. Okay, that's all right. American. I'm, I'm guessing these are college students, too, who are kind of broke. Yeah. Oh, that makes the story even sadder. If I could have <laughs> diarrhea for eight hours and pay off my student loans, that's a pretty good deal. What decade did you go to college in that your student loans are only $7,000? Well, the late 90s. Yeah, early. of course yeah. you did, Grandpa. My, my <laughs> tuition cost, I think, 2000 bucks. Isn't that sad that these college kids, these healthy, otherwise normal college kids, <laughs> to pay off their student loans, it's like, we're going to give you diarrhea that's going to almost kill you. We'll have a trained professional there, but it's only for 11 days, and it's only going to pay for part of your books. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, man. Maybe this is how you crack the housing market. You go get diarrhea for eight hours, come home with $7,000, and you got a bit of a down payment for a home. Oh, my goodness. If it helps you crack the housing market, maybe. Is it? I don't know. I'd rather rent. I'm going to stick with renting for now. This is the second time this has happened in Brampton. Police have gotten calls, 911 calls saying, I think there's an alligator in the pond. From what I understand, we don't have alligators in Canada. No, why would you even think this? Wouldn't you first think, well, maybe it's a muskrat or 
a beaver, which is what the police suspect it was. They went to the site and said, well, there's beavers that live in here. It's a beaver. Now, to be fair, if you've ever seen a beaver kind of slowly swimming in a lake, it kind of just glides along the water. It's got all the fur, but it's all wet, so it's shiny. But it's not even the same color or the same size. But Matthew, cannabis is legal now. People see all sorts of things. I think that's what's going on in Brampton. There are a lot of weed shops there. And we got beavers here in, in Huron County. We got them right near the Menacetung Bridge in Goderich. Yeah, I'll sometimes stand on the top of the bridge and look down at them. Yeah, and if you're high enough, it might look like an alligator. Yeah. That's part of the experience. People see all, uh, cougars. We always hear about cougar sightings in Huron County. Yeah, it ends up being golden retrievers. <laughs> I've had this happen too. I've been, I've been going up the guard trail. I was talking about this yesterday. Saw a golden retriever off leash and my instinct is to think, oh, it's a cougar. Pretty sure it was a cougar you saw. Yeah. It wasn't a golden retriever. It was a cougar, Matthew. It's always a cougar, mm. despite there being no evidence otherwise. I know. I love birds. I'm not one of those bird enthusiasts, though. What a weird way to start a bit. I love birds. Well, who doesn't love looking at birds? But have you ever met one of those bird enthusiasts? They'll get up at 2 a.m. in the morning and drive a 1,000 kilometers if they have to, to see a bird. Do you know somebody who woke up at 2 a.m. and drove 1,000 K? Well, there was this guy from Cornwall, one of the many people you could find at a marsh in Thedford, Ontario, where people are getting a glimpse at a marsh sandpiper. Not from around here. It's a very rare sighting. First time in Canada, in fact. This guy woke up at 2 a.m., drove 700 kilometers just to look at it. He drove from Cornwall to Thedford to look at a bird? People coming from all over, lined up in Thedford to see this bird that, to me, looks just like a seagull or something. It's not that exciting to look at. It's a good-looking bird, but apparently they're native to parts of uh, Russia, India, Afghanistan, Australia, a lot of parts of the southern half of Africa. It's lost. Yeah. <laughs> How did it get here? <laughs> it, it's kind of cool. It has some neat features, like it's got long green legs and uh, a kind of a nice V up the back of white. So kind of pretty. Okay. But around here, this sometimes happens. Pelicans at the Hullet Marsh last year around this time. Is there not normally pelicans? No. You don't picture pelicans around here. Okay. I, they're totally lost. Now, to be fair, I, me and weekend guy Ian Selecki, we drove to West Virginia for McDonald's pizza. So I've driven a long time just for something ridiculous. You drove for pizza? Yeah. We went to, there's, there's still two McDonald's in the U.S. that sell McDonald's pizza. And we drove all the way, got a hotel and everything. So you drove even further for pizza. Did yeah. you take a picture of the pizza at least? Oh, yeah. That's lame. At least birders are seeing something exotic. Yeah, at least you can eat that bird. There was a very helpful tree helping Canadian law officials. I hope it was a maple tree. Intercepted a drone, which was coming from the United States on the other side of the St. Clair River. It wasn't just a drone in the tree. It was a drone carrying a plastic bag Filled with 11 illegal guns. I don't know why they would use just a plastic bag. I want to know what kind of plastic bag it was because I don't know of any plastic bag that could carry 11 guns and no. not break. And not only were the guns illegal, plastic bag's kind of illegal now too. Yeah, that's the real crime here. That's two illegal things. You want to complete the trifecta, you ship over some Kinder Surprise eggs. It's hard for young people in particular to buy a home these days. Well... Finally, the solution is here. The way to climb up the property ladder is to get on Jeopardy, the game show. Mateo Roach. Yeah. 
She's been crushing it on Jeopardy. Yeah, 17 games. She's almost up to $400,000. And she, so she lives in Toronto. She's, and she's renting. And she's got like three jobs. And she was sort of joking in an interview that my rich parents is Jeopardy. This is how I finally get a home. And she says it's a shame in Canada and grim that you have to go on a game show and not just get on the game show. You have to win 17 games. You have to be one of the biggest winners of all time on Jeopardy to afford a home in Toronto. Now, let's be clear. <laughs> she is doing this kind of for free. So what we're saying is, kids, Huron County Library subscription doesn't cost you a thing. Absolutely free, and there are no more late fines. You go, you get your free library pass. You read all the books they have, every single book on the shelf. Every book. Children, fiction, nonfiction, or otherwise, you read it. You go on Jeopardy. You win half a million dollars. And then one day, maybe you can afford a home as well. Finally, the solution is here. But those kids are going to be on Jeopardy in a few years. Home prices will be in the tens of millions. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's no hope. Just the lottery. You have to win the lottery. Buy a lottery ticket right now. There was this guy doing a renovation in his bathroom and noticed there was a bag of McDonald's hiding in the wall. How For how long? 60 years. Good Lord. 60-year-old food, still not eaten. You'd think mice or something would get to the fries. No, well done wall. The fries look just like what you would buy fresh this morning. It's amazing. It's got the old logo with the old mascot before they had Ronald. Chef with a hamburger for a head. His name was Speedy. Like Mayor McCheese? Mayor McCheese is literally a burger for a head. Yeah, yeah, kind of like him, except the bun is the other way. Oh, yeah, Mayor McCheese is like like a burger sitting properly, but Speedy is the top of the bun as his face. It's creepy. Yeah, and he's less creepier than that clown, though. Ronald. Uh, yeah, Ronald, of clowns are generally creepy. Ronald's the least creepy clown. <laughs> 60-year-old McDonald's. That's like older than some of our parents. It's amazing. <laughs> no, your parents are in their 70s, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, but they would have had this, this meal when they were a kid. Dude, I'm looking up Speedy, and he's winking in all his photos. He has this creep, like his one eye is very oblong, yeah. but not sideways, up and down oblong, and he's always winking, <laughs> and he, he looks like he has a twitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> creepy. Like he looks like something's stinging him, or he needs to see an audiologist or something. I would have found that in my wall and my, ah! I don't know which one's creepier, Ronald or Speedy. Speedy's got a puffed out chest like he's got a heart condition. Ugh, this is weirding me out. Did, did the guy end up eating the food? No. Oh, that's too bad. And the, the amazing thing, there was no smell. Like it hadn't rotted. Nice. <laughs> Put that in a museum. Even the mice didn't want it, I guess. See how long it lasts. So Seven. McDonald's has gotten better over time, I guess. Now, it'd oh, be, they'd be gone in three minutes. They're gone before you leave the drive through son. We got some details from the Canadian census. And 21% of the workforce right now, so almost a quarter, is between 55 and 64 years old. That's the highest it's ever been ever in Canadian history. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, they kind of sold this idea that 
you can retire by the age of 55. Freedom 55, those old commercials. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great. I only have to work till I'm 55? Nope, you're going to uh, work until the day you die, son, and then probably a couple days after that. And they're saying when a lot of these people retire because they're near retirement age, there's not going to be enough people to fill in the gaps in the workforce. Oh. So there's going to be a lot of people who need jobs right now. So there's a lot of senior citizens working. And I mean, we see this certainly with North Huron Council. I think the average age is 906. Wow. There's this Dollar Tree manager in Bremen, Indiana. She got fired because she put up a help wanted sign and was really condescending about it. <laughs> Read the sign. Here's what the sign said. I apologize for us closing again. My two new cashiers quit because I said their boyfriends couldn't stand here for the entire shift. Followed by, don't hire Gen Zs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what work actually means. Oh, come on. Now hiring baby boomers only, thanks. Oh, she only wants baby boomers yeah. to apply? Okay. She doesn't want any young people there. But there's this weird perception amongst older people that, oh, back when we were young... We were the best workers. And now you are an old person. Are you speaking on your own generation's behalf? No, I know I was a lazy kid. I didn't want to go to work some days. I don't want to go to work now. <laughs> and Matt and I want to point out, we do see a lot of young workers across Ontario's West Coast. A lot of the grocery store workers, retail workers. A lot of them are teenagers. You and I went to Canadian Tire and we were looking for a bolt uh, for our car. Yeah, this kid directed us right to the bolt. This kid was like 16 years old. He's like, I think you're looking for a three quarter. Let me just ask my manager. And he came back and he unlocked the thing. He was amazing. And he was like 20 years younger than me. And and I honestly find this every single place I go, like Zayers, Food Basics, uh, uh, where the young people are running the cashiers and stuff. They're completely delightful. I've never had a bad experience with a, a Gen Zetter. So I don't know if we just live in a special place, but I think older people just overreact. I don't know what they're expecting. Well, the, to be fair, those are the young people in Goddard. You go to Exeter, oof. <laughs> it's a different story in South Huron, bro. No, I'm kidding, South Huron kids. I think it's just a mentality. Older people think that they worked harder. The worst I've done with my phone, I dropped it next to a urinal. Ooh. Is the worst. Yeah, gross. And I, I, when I got home, I washed the case, washed the phone as best I could. Not as big of a deal as this poor woman from Washington. She was in one of those outhouse toilets the kind you would find at like a local conservation area, really deep. There's no water in it. Yeah, it's not like a porta john where there's like half the blue water and then the other half is waste. Yeah, it's just pure crap in there. Oh, she drops God. her phone in there. She doesn't want to part with her phone. This thing's really deep. So what she does is she gets the dog leash first. She's trying to fish out her phone in this outhouse. How are you supposed to do that? <laughs> it didn't work, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so then it sounds like she tried to tie the dog leash to something and then use the dog leash. Oh, she rappelled down into the hole? To rappel down <laughs> into the crap hole. <laughs> okay, but if that had worked, we wouldn't be telling this story. So what happened next? She falls in. <laughs> She's in the outhouse for 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, could imagine, you imagine? Imagine someone comes in to take a dump and you're down there. Like, hey, no, don't no, do it. Not yet. <laughs> she looked around in the sewage for her phone. 20 minutes it took her. She did find the phone. Do you want the phone after that, dude? 
No. You're never getting the smell off. It's never coming out. But this was her only way out. So then she calls 911. Fire department shows up to pull you out of the, the john. Oh, Can those you imagine? sexy firefighters. Can you imagine the embarrassment? So they hosed her down. Uh, yeah, I hope so. And gave her something to wear. And then they asked her, should we take you to the hospital? And she's like, no, that's too embarrassing. Oh, she went home. Oh, man. And probably cried. But at least now she can play Candy Crush. Walmart this weekend, they got rid of plastic bags. No mo. You know what happens to those plastic bags, right? It's probably good they got rid of them. It's all end up under your sink. Mm. They estimate uh, there's about 680 million plastic bags. They go through a year, Walmart company. Most of them under my sink. Most of them under your yeah. sink. But you know what? You don't know when, you don't know where, but one day you're going to need 34 plastic Walmart bags. When that day comes, you will be ready. Mm-hmm. And you know somebody's going to be selling those on Facebook Marketplace, right? That's yeah. what they did with the Tim Hortons lids. They got rid of the old Tim Hortons lids, people selling vintage Tim Hortons lids. Vintage Walmart plastic bags. Those plastic bags were crap, though. They were awful. They had the holes at the bottom. You could only have two cans in, or it would just break. Good riddance. Pop sensation Justin Bieber from up the way in Stratford. He teamed up with Dan and Shay a few years back to do that song, 10,000 Hours. You have a clip of 10,000 Hours? Yeah, it's a hit song. In case nobody's ever heard that song before. <laughs> I spent 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. If that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. All right. Popular at weddings and such. Sure. They're getting sued by someone you've never heard of. Asia Lucky and the songwriters or Palmer Rakes and some other guy. Doesn't even matter because you haven't heard of them. But they wrote a song back in the 70s, 80s. The first time baby is a holiday. And that's this song. So they're suing Dan and Chase saying, hey, you copied us. All right. You tell us if it's the same sounding song. Yeah, it sounds dumb. 10,000 hours. Bit, yeah, yeah, I hear a little bit. I hear it a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sounds. They might have something going on here, but I think that riff is used in a lot of different songs. You were talking about a Thomas Rhett tune. Well, there's this Thomas Rhett tune. Is that Lucky Man? Yeah, die a happy man. Die a happy man. So, like, there's that, and then there's, like, Van Morrison's Crazy Love. There's a whole bunch of songs that kind of riff on this three-chord thing. So I think it's a little unfair, all these lawsuits. It's impossible to write something that hasn't been written at this point. No, you can still do it. I'm sure you can still do it. (laughs) Yeah, but still. I, as a non-musician, believe you can do it. But there's no way Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber were sitting around listening to this old song. Dan and Shay should just say it was all Bieber's idea. It's be like, it was all Bieber. We totally ripped it off. It was all Bieber's idea. Bieber will pay the settlement. Yeah, Bieber will do it. Yeah, way to go, Bieber. He's got all the money. So last week I made a joke about Dashwood. We were talking about Netflix possibly bringing in ads. And I said, uh, I don't want to watch Netflix with ads. I'd rather live in Dashwood. I think that was the joke. Yeah, we have like a dice with all the town names on it. So we like to like make fun of our towns. I want to be clear. We just pick towns at random. First Huron County town that comes to mind to make fun of. Uh, that's what I say. It's 
just something we do here in Huron County. We make fun of ourselves sometimes. We, we love you guys. We love Dashwood. It's all out of love, but sometimes it's misinterpreted. So you'd made this Dashwood joke, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to Dashwood this weekend. So Matt Hussey is a musician, and you're performing for the Dashwood Men's Club. Yes, wonderful people. They were having their ladies' night. And the men's club was having a ladies' yeah, night? Okay. It's the one night where they invite the ladies. So it was a really nice <laughs> night. They, they haven't seen their wife in since last year. They were having a nice meal, and it was the first time they had been out in a while. So they were all very happy. I was playing some classics. All right, crooning, sunshine. Crooning. And I thought to myself, my goodness, I'm playing at a men's club, and then I'm thinking about what you said on the radio. About making fun of Dashwood. And I was just having pictures of... All these men from the men's club coming in and just beating me up. So they all beat you. No, they were all very nice. Very nice. And Dashwood, very nice town. I'm not sure I've ever been to Dashwood. Okay. Very nice little town with very nice people. So you're, shout just, out. you're just saying that to make up for the fact that I made fun of them on Friday. No, the people were delightful. Very okay. delightful. So thanks. What other nice things do you want to say about Dashwood so they don't, they don't beat you up after school? <laughs> <laughs> and they're the handsomest, and they're really rich, and they all date supermodels. Yeah, they're a very attractive bunch, too. And there you go, Dashwood. Everything. They had it all going on in Dashwood. According to Matt Hussey, Dashwood, you're all a very attractive, and you don't have to wait for them in the parking lot. Much better looking than the people of Zurich. Yeah, and yep. those those Varnas. Ooh, oh, come on. Woof. Over in Texas, well, down in Texas, I should say, researchers there, they comb a stretch of the beach and they keep finding creepy dolls on the beach. <laughs> and these dolls apparently are really creepy because they've been rolling around in the waters. Oh, it's like when you find the old bricks, but they're all worn away. Yeah. They've got the, the, the soft edges. A lot of them are losing their hair. And they thought, well, to get people interested in the science that we do, let's start posting these creepy dolls to our Facebook page. And all of a sudden, their Facebook page has skyrocketed with views. And people are loving these creepy dolls they're finding there. They've found over 30 so far. And now people are offering to purchase them. They're going to collect them all and then have an auction to raise money for coastal conservation. Okay, we have a lot of... Uh, coastal conservation people who work along Ontario's west coast. That's a great idea. We should take all the litter and weird things we find along the beach and have a big auction for them. I'm not sure they're going to find any weird dolls because they all are at a house in Salford right now. Yeah. You follow this house on Facebook. Yeah, it's toward Ben Miller. The, have you ever seen this house? As you're coming into Ben Miller from the Salford direction, there's this creepy house on the right. There's even eyes that glow in the dark when you're passing by it at night. And if you see it in the daytime, there's creepy dolls in all the windows. Some of them are hanging from the barn. It's creepy. It's gross. They should sell all those dolls to pay for the demolition of that terrifying house. It's scary. Why is that thing still up? It's I jump every time I pass by. That old saying... You get what you pay for, and that applies to a lot of stuff. It seems to apply for surgery. Here's this lady from Thornhill area. She had a double chin, and oh. she wanted to get the double chin fixed. Yeah. So she went to a surgeon, pretty reasonably priced, $5,000. Oh, to remove an extra chin. That's pretty you good, Get I rid think. of one of those chins. Yeah, $5,000 a chin. And <laughs> other surgeons... She she priced them out cost uh, between anywhere between fifteen and twenty five thousand dollars. Okay, but five thousand that's a great deal. 
What a deal. Me and you use the Facebook marketplace all the time. We love a deal. Honey, this guy will remove my extra chin for five grand. You should take him up on it. And she did, and the results were bad. So instead of getting rid of the whole chin, it was just like the middle part, and there were still bulges on the side. Oh, no. Like under her jaw. She looks like a frog. <laughs> and she's got scars everywhere. And she's got some scars near her ears where they where they went in. Oh. The laparoscopic needles. Yeah, so it's, it's not cool. When I was younger, I thought about getting my nose done. No. Because I got, I got a big Lebanese nose. I like your nose. It's a big Middle Eastern nose. And it, I'm fine with it now. It, it shapes my face, kind of. But there was a period when I was looking at surgeons, and it was... It's expensive. Sometimes you get what you pay for. But there are those discount surgeons, and I'm glad I didn't go to one. I'm glad you didn't sniff the cheap ones out. <laughs> ha ha. Oh. <laughs> do you get it? Because I have a big nose and sniffing. Oof. Why do Lebanese people have big noses? So they can smell a deal? Because the air is free. Oh, yeah. Well, Le- same Because Lebanese concept. people are cheap. You've taught me well. The world's oldest person has passed away. Kane Tanaka out of Japan. She died at the age of 119. Holy moly. Remember her? She's legal drinking age past 100. So there's a new queen of time, a French nun. Is that what they're called? (laughs) I don't know. Queens of time? A French nun, 118 years and 73 days. Sister Andre, she still tries to keep her mind active they get her up at 7 a.m. She has breakfast, and then she just stays busy doing little things. What kind of little things? Breathing, not dying. Not dying is one of them. And she drinks wine. She gets a glass of wine every day. So there you go. There's always one good thing. What's that called in the church? The sacrament? What's it called? When you, what's the church? When you go to the priest? Communion. Communion, okay. yeah. Yeah. She in the communion wine? No, I think this is just a glass of wine here. Here's your wine for the day. <laughs> okay, that's all right. I'm just speculating here. We did something uh, a year or two ago. There was an old lady somewhere, and she said she credited her old life to not having a nagging husband. Yes, these women that live to be to a, a good old age don't have men in their lives. I mean, this woman's a nun, so I think she took the vow of chastity. Yeah. So she doesn't have a man in her life. So the secret to a long life is not having a man in your yeah, life. Yeah, just ditch the dude. <laughs> You want, ladies, you want to live a long time? Just tell your man, see you later. You pack your luggage, you go live your life. You're going to become 119 years old. Yeah, that's the secret, I think. And I guess become a nun, too. Golfer Dustin Johnson, he's dating Wayne Gretzky's daughter, Paulina Gretzky, for a bunch of years now. They got married over the weekend, and the singer at their wedding was Kid Rock, which proves money does not buy class. <laughs> they could have gotten anybody, dude, in Kid Rock. Yeah, they could have got, like, Michael Buble or something. That's your go-to? Well, at least it would have been a little classy. He could yeah, sing I, through dinner and entertain everybody. I guess they didn't want classy. Kid Rock. Apparently, Kid Rock was really gracious, accepted payment in vape pens. So that's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky is so old, he probably thought Kid Rock was Dan Seals. Probably. And if you get that joke, congratulations on being a grandparent. Mm-hmm. Dan Seals is a very old artist. Kid Rock looks like he is the leader of the Southern American terrorist group, Yal Qaeda. Yeah, it kind of looks like a cross between your buddy that sleeps on your couch and the couch. (laughs) He looks like he's the child of a three-way between a cigarette, a beer can, and a trailer. Sort of. Yeah. So congratulations on the newlywed couple. 
Police in Saskatchewan are telling this story that just kept getting worse. They pulled over some person in Saskatoon, a disqualified driver. So they weren't allowed to drive. So they were going to impound the vehicle. So this person needed a ride home. So then his ride shows up. I smell alcohol. They check this person. <laughs> oh, this, no. This person failed the breathalyzer test, gets charged for impaired driving. Then they find alcohol in the vehicle. Oh, okay. Open and, alcohol. And just when they thought it couldn't get worse, they heard tapping on the trunk. Hey. Open the trunk, and there's someone riding in the trunk. Alive. Apparently, they were willingly riding in the trunk. Okay, they were alive. Which I get because they don't want to be associated with these two. Fair enough. Put me in the trunk. If I'm going, I'm going in the trunk. I don't want the police to find me. Spoiler yeah. alert, the police found them. It just kept getting worse. Just kept getting worse and worse. And then there was a burned CD in the CD player, so they're uh, charged with pirating. I think there was a dog that didn't have dog tags. They had a VHS with a baseball game, and they didn't get the express written permission of Major League Baseball, so they're facing charges for that. What a disaster. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I'm feeling bad for this guy, Al Sabatka, out of Detroit. He worked for the Detroit Red Wings for 51 years as their Zamboni driver. And he got fired a few months ago because he was caught peeing into a drain in between two Zambonis. He has a bit of a bladder issue. Just had to really go and maybe he had to get back out on the ice or whatever the situation. He's embarrassed that this happened. Says he just mopes around the house now because he lost his dream job. And he's suing the Detroit Red Wings for firing him. At least he went in the drain. But at the same time, people walking by don't want to see some old guy with his Johnson out. Yeah, look, the Zambonis. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. Oh, that's a tough one. Maybe they should just demote him to work Zambonis for a lesser team, like the, the Ottawa, Ottawa Senators. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.